Welcome to the Wicked Good Momcast, a podcast for Boston moms by Boston moms, a space to hear stories from real moms, to celebrate the beauty of motherhood and to normalize its challenges. Motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You are a Wicked Good Mom. And now here are your Wicked Good Momcast hosts, Shannon and Megan. This season of the Wicked Good Momcast is brought to you by our partners at Rockland Trust, a local bank dedicated to providing advice and support through every stage of life or business. Visit rocklandtrust.com or stop by a branch to learn more. Hi, listeners. I just finished this wonderful conversation with Christina Vieira of Showcase the World Travel, and I'm so excited to share it with you. In this episode, Christina is breaking down everything we need to know about traveling with kids, the work she's doing to personalize family vacations, and how to make vacation with kids more than just a trip. You are going to love hearing from Christina. Stick around until the end to hear how she can help you plan your next Disney or European vacation. Christina Vieira is the founder of Showcase the World Travel, a modern travel agency for overwhelmed families. She has planned hundreds of trips for parents of young children who need a break from the busy. She is widely regarded by the travel industry and has won two Travel Weekly Magellan Awards for her unique planning processes and use of modern technology. Christina believes vacation is where families really thrive. Kids grow to love learning and our best memories are made. She started Showcase the World Travel to help busy moms who don't have time to plan it all finally take a vacation the whole family can enjoy. Hi, Christina. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we are so excited to have you here. Um, I was reading a little bit on your website, and you credit a visit to Disney's Epcot as a kid with your love for travel, which I love that the kind of that core memory ended up shaping the rest of your life. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Um, so I had been to Disneyland quite a few times. Um, I had not lived in LA, so we'd gone out to Disneyland. Um, and so it wasn't my first trip to Disney in any sense, mm-hmm. but it was our first trip to Walt Disney World. And I just remember not wanting to leave Epcot. I was a very shy, introverted kid. I'm still an introvert, which you would never guess from <laughs> my business, but we met a cast member and in the Canada pavilion of all places. Uh And he just told me all about Canada and how it was this beautiful place. And I was like, well, now I have to go to Canada, not knowing I could drive there in four hours. (laughs) It's like some far off land. (laughs) Yeah. And then I went around to every single country and I was like, what cast member can I ask questions to? Can I talk to? Can I ask them about their language? And it was really my first exposure to different countries and culture and and you know it it shaped my love of Disney I still mm-hmm. will always always be a huge Disney fan and that's where I started my my biz, my travel business was as a Disney travel advisor but it also inspired my love of traveling everywhere else and so I left my Disney travel agency to start my own to help other families who are inspired by, and it might not even be Epcot. It might be a visit to Animal Kingdom. It might be, you know, Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean and wanting to go to the Bahamas. And, you know, you're not, just because you have kids doesn't mean you're restricted to theme parks. And so it definitely not only shaped my personal love of having to go everywhere um, all the time, but also, you know, a big part of my business is both Disney and helping families go beyond Disney. 
Yeah. Well, and I think your story is such a testament to one of the many reasons that traveling with your kids is important. Um, you know, to have those experiences and those that exposure to different cultures, um, just obviously life-changing. Yeah. Well, yes, because I wouldn't have the business that I yeah. I have. Um, I remember, you know, going to SeaWorld as a kid and I wanted to be mm-hmm. a marine biologist. And, you know, I actually looked at schools for marine biology for a little while. And that was, you know, not even international travel, but just getting out and experiencing new things. So it might be you know, a trip to Rome that inspires an archaeologist mm-hmm. or Paris that inspires an artist. And you just don't know what's what's in your kids until they get that exposure and that that experience. Yeah, I love that so much. How long have you been running Showcase the World? Oh, I started Showcase the World in November 2019. Okay. So and you said it was before real- that you were kind of doing Disney travel planning. Disney. Okay. Yep. Yes. So I decided to break into international travel right before the world shut down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Timing wasn't great, but yeah, no. But, um, you know, this summer and last summer have both been filled with myself getting to learn new places as mm-hmm. families are asking about them or to share my experiences with my trips to Greece and London. And so it's been really, really fun. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Um. So my husband and I, we have always loved to travel. Like from the moment we we actually met in Zambia, we didn't even meet like in our home state. Um, and so for the moment we met and on through dating, like we were always, even if it was just a little day trip, um, two hours away, like we just always have been exploring. So when we got pregnant with our daughter, who's our first, you know, we kept getting the comments like, oh, enjoy it now. Like, you know, you're going to have to stop doing that. And we were kind of of the mindset, like, no, we'll just bring her along with us. Um, then we had my second. And I will say <laughs> it got a little harder. But honestly, I feel like the easiest time for us to travel with kids was when they were kind of in that baby toddler stage and they would snack and nap in the car and then enjoy like wherever we got out and then maybe nap even on the way home. And my husband and I got quality time. Fast forward, they are now seven and almost five. This is a lot harder. It's a lot harder to travel with them now that they're kids and are we there yet? And we're bored and we're not going to nap and we're loud. And (laughs) so um, I love the idea that you propose that vacation with kids can be more than just a trip or parenting your kids in a different location. But I would love to know how is that actually possible? (laughs) So it's definitely working with the right destinations and the right programs. And Mm -hmm. so depending on the type of trip you're looking for, if it's a, hey, I need to relax, I need to reconnect with my partner and or I need to relax, I need to be away from my my kids and my partner. Like what's a resort that we can kind of here's a little something for everyone. Let's get the kids in a kids club. Let's get um, you in a spa Mm -hmm. spouse doing whatever spouse wants to do. Right. And um, so those opportunities are knowing the right kids clubs and the right. You don't want to just throw your kid in any kids club or the cruise lines. Those are really good. Let's do things together and also mm-hmm. do things apart. If you're looking for more of those cultural experiences and things like that, there are companies out there. Um, Disney actually offers a wonderful, wonderful product that I'm obsessed with. It's called Adventures by Disney and it's group travel. So there's four or five families on this trip with you, mm-hmm. but it's Disney storytelling in different locations around the world. 
So what I love about oh. it. Yeah. What my favorite itinerary is the Italy itinerary because they have a wine tasting. Cause you don't want to go to Italy without going to a vineyard. Right. What the heck do you do with your kids? Yeah. Well, there's two adventure guides. So one adventure guide is there with you kind of introducing you to the winemakers and the other guide is taking your kids off and doing a Italian soda tasting oh or wow. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Yes, it is such a wonderful product. Um, it is on the the more luxe range. Right. So there's ways to do it in more of a value budget without going full adventures by Disney. But it's, you know, choosing the right partners and the right guides to mm-hmm. engage your kids um, doing things like, well, you want to explore the Louvre, mm-hmm. having your kids on a scavenger hunt. So just yes. finding those moments. It's not going to be easy the whole trip. Right. Yeah. You're not going to go to Paris and have like this really easy, like every, your kids are taken care of all the time unless you're traveling with a nanny. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find those moments where if there's something you really want to do, we can either connect you with somebody who provides child care for the night in the region. Or we can, you know, find those guides who are going to actually engage your your child and, mm-hmm. and do a scavenger hunt while you're enjoying the art. Yeah. And I think that's a really great point is kind of checking in with yourself before you plan this trip and where are you at? What do you need from this trip? Because, you know, I definitely have had family vacations where my cup was full. And so I was able to enjoy the kids more and I had more patience. And I definitely have had trips where I'm like, I need to get away, but we didn't plan ahead and we just brought them with us. And then it was miserable. So I think that's amazing advice. Yeah. So there's definitely two things that myself and my team at Showcase the World are are super tuned into. And that's let's take the planning off of your plate so that you're not trying to figure everything out and like make sure everyone's happy. That's our job. Let's do that for you. But then also while we're doing that job, you know, I'm having conversations with moms for the most part, 95% of my my business uh, or my, my clients are the busy mom. They're telling me this is what this kid wants to do, and this what's this is what this kid wants to do, and this is what my spouse wants to do, and we're bringing grandma, and this is what she wants to do, and no one without us asking will say what they want to do, and so it's also part of our job to say, hey mom, stop for a second, what do you want? And whether it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes, it's a meal, it's one location. What is it in this itinerary that we're planning for you, and how do we protect that time? So that, you know, you are able to enjoy it. Oh my gosh. I appreciate that so much. I don't think I've ever heard a travel planner say something like that. So I appreciate you protecting moms in that way. Well, because the other thing we think about all the time is how many moms are taking a vacation that is not family vacation. Right. None. Right. So this is mom's vacation too. And so how Mm -hmm. do we make sure that she gets to enjoy the vacation just as much as everybody else? Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, let me ask you for Disney specifically, what is your biggest vacation planning tip? Get to the parks early. Yeah. You can get more done in the first two hours of than the entire rest of the day. Um, mm-hmm. So that those that early entry of staying on site and then being able to actually be there and do four or five attractions in the morning is going to put you ahead of the day all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never done Disney. I have a friend who she kind of was like thinking about it and 
we were like at play dates, we were always asking, you know, friends that have gone to Disney, like, what's your advice? And it honestly, the feedback she was getting was so stressful. She's like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> and I kept telling her to find a planner. Um, but talk to me a little bit about the logistics. Cause I know when I went to Disney in like the early 2000s, it was more just like a theme park. We, we just showed up and we got in some lines and we did the rides and we came home. But now I know there's apps and different lines. Like, can you speak to any of that? Yeah. So I think it's definitely expectations, right? Uh You can still show up. You still can wait in line. And, you know, we used to be fine waiting in line for two hours for something. And now our expectations are changed where we don't want to wait for two hours in line. So there's still that you can do that, but people put so much pressure on themselves for this perfect Disney trip. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that that's us breaking down. Okay. What do we actually need to accomplish here? What what is why are we going? Yeah. Are we going for the Instagram moments mm-hmm. because we can help you achieve those? Are we going to, you know, really reconnect as a family because we can get you doing more hands-on experiences? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to see the magic in your kids' eyes? And what's going to make that magic happen? And so it's really breaking down what's happening and how do we take all of that pressure off? Um mm-hmm. what I find is like specifically Facebook moms groups, you go in there and there's just, you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to, and this is the best resort and that's the best resort. And if 14 people are saying 14 different resorts, how do you know which one's the best one for you? And so, you know, it, you can do it on your own Mm -hmm. if you can like cut through all of that noise or using a professional who's going to actually get to know you. And there is, um, you know, there, there's definitely something that you need to think about when you are starting planning in terms of who you want to work with and, you know, do, do their communication styles line up with you? Do the way that they, um, their, what they're including in their service fees. Some travel advisors, Disney specifically, there's a lot of travel advisors who don't charge service fees. Are they offering the mm-hmm. same level of service of someone who does? And really making sure you're working with the right person who realizes it's their job to know you mm-hmm. not just as much as they know Disney. Yes. Right? And I love, I was going to say, what I'm hearing a lot from you is that, you know, we're not just planning your trip, but we're personalizing it for you, your family, your specific needs, which is so important. Yes. Yeah. We, you know, we could just copy and paste every itinerary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's not what people are looking for. And, you know, one of the questions that I used to answer a ton when I first started in the industry is travel advisors still exist or travel agents still exist because we weren't called advisors then. <laughs> travel agents still exist. Mm-hmm. And it's because you can do it all on your own. A hundred percent, you can. But when you're going to go to Expedia or you're going to go to one of these other companies, you're going to dive down this rabbit hole of opinions that might not resonate with you. And so, you know, the difference between the old school travel agent who used to just book tickets and the travel advisor Mm -hmm. is that I am an expert in my ideal client who is a busy mom planning a family vacation. Mm -hmm. I know what a busy mom needs. I know what a busy mom wants. And I'm able to work with suppliers in different destinations who know exactly who my type of client is. So it's having someone who specializes in a destination, a type of travel or a traveler. And, you know, as much as I 
would love to plan your trip anywhere around the world. I don't know the world. I know Europe. I know the Caribbean. I know the United States. And if I don't feel like I can do my best and serve you and plan the perfectly personalized vacation that you need, I have a network and I'm Mm going to pair you with the right person. It's about knowing you as just as much as the destination. And I think that that's something that the industry is moving towards. Mm -hmm. It might be a little bit slower on some, some levels, but, um, as, as you're thinking about planning a vacation with your kids, think about who do I need to reach out to and ask those type of questions to make sure that you're getting somebody who really wants to get to know you. Are they asking more about you? Are they asking more about your trip details? Because I don't ask about your trip details until like three calls down the line. Yeah. Because I don't, I can't put together those details until I know the heart of the trip, the reason we're traveling, who I'm planning it for. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Um, Outside of Disney, though, where are you seeing a lot of families choose to vacation? London is a big one. Um, okay. We're seeing a ton of London this this summer. Italy mm-hmm. probably do not want to plan a trip to Italy this summer because everybody else is going to be gotcha. there. Okay. <laughs> um, Portugal is really trending as a family oh, destination. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for families who are planning either a Disney trip or a Europe trip, what's the timeline? Like how much in advance do they need to be talking to you or booking this? Well, it depends on how much of that overwhelm that they want to kind of cut through. The longer you have to mm-hmm. plan, the less overwhelming it will be. There's going to be less decisions over a longer, longer, or I mean, you have the same amount of decisions, right? But they're going to be over a longer period of time. So they don't yeah. feel as overwhelming. So as soon as you think that you want to travel, reach out. The earlier you book, most suppliers do what we call in the industry called the yield which means mm-hmm. as a resort fills, fills, as a cruise line fills, as a tour fills, they increase the pricing. <laughs> yeah. So the earlier you book, you're going to get a lower price for that same experience as someone who's booking later. Um, yes, you might think that there are last minute discounts. They're not as big of a thing as they used to be because there's so many people traveling right now. Um, and most suppliers do allow us to apply those promotions retroactively. So Usually your price booking earlier is still better than what you would have got later with the discount because it's gone up so high. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you have an indication that you're thinking you might plan, especially something with limited availability like a cruise or, you know, there's only so many rooms, right? You don't have flexibility. If you want to go to Paris, there's going to be a hotel. It might not be the hotel you want to stay at, but there's going to be a hotel. The things that have those limited capacity, you want to be booking a year even more in advance. Um, Disney releases their packages for the next year, usually in June. Um, They are releasing it May 31st this year. So May for the first time. So if you are thinking 2024, we can definitely start planning that now. That doesn't mean we can't plan a great last minute trip. We do it all the time. We know exactly what needs to get done. It's knowing your priority of your trip and um, understanding, you know, if it's something that this is what you need and this is what you want and you have this perfect picture of what you want, plan that in advance. If you're like, we just need to get away. We don't care where we go. We don't care what it looks like. We just need this. We can find availability and we can make it happen. Okay. 
What advice do you have for someone who wants to break into your field as a travel advisor or just has dreams of starting their own business? So in terms of getting into the travel business there, the reason I left my first agency and and started my own is because they definitely weren't aligned with where I wanted to go. There was no training. There was no, um, it was basically, here's how you book, Mm -hmm. go have fun. And so as you're kind of thinking about what makes sense for me, you need to find a travel agency that speaks your language and is mm-hmm. going to be someplace you want to go, you want to work with people you want to work with every day and is going to give you the support okay. that you need. There's a ton of, of network marketing opportunities and travel. And so if, if you are super passionate about building up a downline, then that might be a good spot for you. If you just really want to plan trips and you don't want to deal with marketing and you don't want to deal with, you might want to look at a mega agency that's just going to pass you leads and is just going to be, Mm -hmm. you know, a quote factory, right? You're just putting together quotes, you're turning around, you're booking them or a more personalized, smaller boutique agency where you're one-on-one with the owner every day. You're really, you know, you're, you're not getting to know your your customer, there's all of these different levels and it's really important to know what's going to be the best fit for you. It's, it's just like planning travel. Yeah, what's, what's the totally. best for you, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I would be more than happy if someone's interested in joining the agency to talk about my experiences. I have a, a huge network now because in addition to Showcase the World, I also own a, a company that um, helps travel advisors streamline their businesses. Oh, wow. Okay. So I work with hundreds of travel agency owners over there as well. So I do have a really big network and I, and I'm really passionate about helping people get started in the industry in the right, the right person in the right position. Right. And so, um, and then in terms of starting your own business, whether it's in travel or anything else, I think it's knowing what you want, right. Knowing Uh what you want to get out of it and really thinking about that, that 10 year vision. And, you know, always keeping that in mind. Where do you want to go? What's your why? What's keeping you motivated? Because there is nothing more revealing than becoming an entrepreneur. So you need to be ready to learn a ton about yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Um, And, you know, just really building a support system around you. That's something I wish I had learned a little bit earlier in my journey Mm -hmm. is that you can't do it alone. You need, you need a team around you. Yes, that is a very good word. And speaking of the good, the bad, and the ugly, what are some of the more challenging aspects of your work and how are you managing it? Well, a big challenge is that it's inconsistent. You know, I started Showcase the World Travel. And yes, when you start a business, you don't think you're going to be profitable in the first year. Mm -hmm. You don't think you're going to have no income coming Mm -hmm. in for for two years. Yeah, no, that's Um, that's a reality check. (laughs) Yes. So there's definitely the, there were times I wanted to give up in there. Um, When I first started, I didn't have this clarity in terms of who I wanted to work with, what I was specializing in. I just did everything for everybody. And at that point, a lot of um, difficult travelers, a lot of non-appreciative travelers, yeah. because I didn't understand what they wanted. So there was miscommunication. And so I think that, you know, as fun as planning travel is, it's still a, a customer service job. And right. so um, now I don't have that problem nearly as much because I know who I'm talking to. I know who I want to work with. 
I will turn people down if I don't think mm-hmm. that I'm a good fit. And um, so that's that's more bad. That's not as ugly as it used to be. <laughs> But I, uh-huh. I appreciate you being transparent and vulnerable and saying that because that's such a huge part of growing a business is you're growing too. Uh-huh. You're learning, um, you're evolving. And so, yeah, I really, I appreciate you speaking to that. Yeah. And it's, especially when you become an entrepreneur in the midst of a global pandemic, yeah. there's, there's some really, lo- really low points and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm very grateful for them. Because I have done a lot of work on myself that I would not have been forced to do. Yeah. I started that second company <laughs> that yeah. wouldn't have come out if there if COVID didn't exist. So I'm very grateful for for those things. Um, I think one of the other challenges is you know a lot of people think we travel everywhere and we travel for free, and we mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> we we might get some discounts, but we don't. We definitely don't travel for free. And um, as much as I. I preach taking a break from the busy, even if I'm not checking my email, my assistants on my email, I have an advice, a different member of my team working on like people who are currently traveling Mm -hmm. my brain, my travel agent brain never turns off. I can't go to a hotel and not be like, oh, well, I have to make sure I let people know about this and that. And so vacations have become a little bit, um, more trip-like than yeah. vacation. Yeah. So I have to find a um a way to really disconnect. That, right. That that yeah. might be the, the personal development goal for the next year. <laughs> there you go. That's a really good point. That's not something I necessarily would have thought about. But yeah, I mean, if that is your work, like how do you check out of it and enjoy? So yeah. Nope. So it's <laughs> It's my parents' lake house up in New Hampshire. There's, there's uh-huh. no one traveling there. There's, and I think that's a, a really good thing for people who are entrepreneurs to, to kind of know is like you need to have that part where your computer does not get opened. Your email, even though it's on your phone, yeah. does not get checked. Um, yeah. And making sure you're putting those boundaries in place. Totally. Yes. You have to take a break. You have to recharge so that you can be your best. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for anyone who wants to get in touch with you about planning a family vacation, how can they best reach you? So if someone's looking to plan a trip, showcasetheworld.com, there's a button there to schedule a call. Um, Unlike most travel advisors, I am not going to work with you until you get on a phone call with me. So Uh um, because I need to get to know you. So if you want to just jump right in and schedule a call, you can do that right from the website. There's also some great resources on there if you're not quite ready to chat. Mm-hmm. There's one of my 18 destinations for families traveling with kids and they're organized like the first oh, four wow. are for kids with like one through four and then then grade schoolers all the way up through high school. So they're organized by age. There's a guide to Disney vacations without overwhelm. You're talking about your friend. There you who go. Is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the five easy steps to a Disney vacation without overwhelm. Those are all on the website. I'm super active on Instagram, um, and that's at Showcase the World Travel. You can also find me on Facebook and YouTube if you want to just hear travel planning tips. I'm on YouTube as well. Perfect. Well, we will absolutely link your website and all of your social media um, in our show notes on bostonmoms.com so listeners can easily connect with you. Christina, at the end of all of our shows, we ask all of our listeners the very same question. So I would love to ask you, what are you loving about raising a family in greater Boston? I love my seasons. I was thinking yes. about this the other day. Um, and I just absolutely love that, you know, 
we have different activities for different times of the year and we can really kind of tap back into the personal development. Like there's seasons in your business and in your life too. And being able to align those with, okay, this is summer. This is where I'm focusing on family time. And this is winter and I'm going to like really just buckle down and get stuff done and, and being able to align those with what's actually really happening around me. I also, like I mentioned, my parents lake house up in New Hampshire. I love that we can be at the beach in 20 minutes. We can be at the lake in an hour and a half. And like the talked a lot about Europe and I love European history and Mm -hmm. the closest that we're going to get to European history in the U S is going to be walking down the streets of Boston. So hundred percent. Yeah. That was a lot of things that I love. (laughs) There's so many great things. No, I love it. And I, I was just thinking, so, um, we are almost to like 30 episodes of the podcast at this point. So we've got like 30 different answers and not every time, but like, I think probably the number one is the seasons. Like everyone loves the seasons here. And specifically, I mean, we're recording this in May. It's gorgeous out. Um, and this series, when I've been recording, like kind of on the cusp of spring and summer, everyone is like, oh, I love the seasons. Not so much when we were recording winter <laughs> episodes. Like we weren't hearing that quite as much. <laughs> yes. Well, I, if they could stick to their like three allocated months, that would be yeah. ideal. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. But you know what? To your point, sometimes our own winters go a little longer than we would want to, but spring always does show its face. So <laughs> I just got goosebumps. I love that. Oh, good. <laughs> Christina, thank you so much for talking to me today. This was fun. Like I really enjoyed talking to you um, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for having me, Shannon. I love being able to you know, help empower moms actually take a break from the busy and have that vacation that they need. Yes, absolutely. Uh, listeners, for sure, go take advantage of what Christina has to offer you. And thank you for tuning in. As always, you are a wicked good mom. Boston Moms is grateful to this season's Wicked Good Momcast sponsor, Rockland Trust, a bank helping individuals and their families develop a healthy relationship with money at any age. Visit rocklandtrust.com or stop by a local branch to learn more.